Yeah. From so 1 through like... 12, you watch them in this order. 2, 3, 9, 1, 7, 8, 4, 10, 12, 11, 5, and 6. We saw the last episode five episodes ago. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Herbal Synergies the Shop. I am your host, Sinji. With me, as always, my co-host, Herbie. Woo! What up? What's going on, Herb? You know, the usual. Yeah, forgive, forgive uh, if I sound like shit, my bad. I'm uh, a little under the weather, as they would say. Would they say that? Or would they just say, you're sick? Um... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you know yeah. what else they say? What? What's your flavor this week? It's more of a question, yeah. which is weird that they say it. I don't think they say that at all, but... Hey. So, um... My flavor was when Sally was like, uh... What's more important, money or me? And Hawthorne says, money. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. Yeah. Hawthorne, he, he low-key savage, bro. Yeah, that's that's Peach Boy right there, Hawthorne. Bro, um, I thought it was funny. Um, I'm just going to mention it now. I thought it was funny when he was training Sally. He was like, you're, you're trying to be best me in strength, yet you're a girl. I was like, damn. <laughs> I mean, genetically speaking, um, he does hold the upper hand. But anime speaking, Sally has all capabilities of straight yeah. demolishing. She does have stronger strength, but it's only when her eye activates. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when she lifts some weight, she'd probably be stronger than Hawthorne. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, my flavor is coming out the... Beginning after the end, which is a manga or manhua that I started reading. I'm going to lean towards manhua because it's in color. And in typical isekai fashion, involves someone being reborn. They're obviously OP. In this um, world, I guess everyone has a little magic in them, but like they, they... Categorize or categorized basically in two different um, types of magic. People who can strengthen their body and stuff like that, like I guess uh, buffs. And then people who can like outwardly project magic, so like water, rocks, and shit like that. Earth. But the main character who was reborn, Art, short for Arthur was comparing Mana to Key from his previous life and was just gathering all the different key parts, uh, Mana parts in his body into like one center position. And he was just like, oh, I guess that's why kids don't develop their Mana 
uh, capabilities until like they're pretty much in their teens because it takes so long for all the pieces to naturally gravitate towards each other. But he was focusing them near each other. So when he finally did it at the age of three, um, without him noticing, he just blew the whole house up. Yeah, it's also probably um, has to do with the fact that the kid's mind aren't fully developed developed or able to like yeah and he was a grown man inside of a child yeah yeah or uh know the concept so mm-hmm. yeah it makes sense so but that was my flavor i guess um oh man i sound like shit you but i guess we can dive into some blacksmith yeah, go ahead. All right, episode nine, Remnants. Okay. And Lisa. Remnants slash Lisa. I think they wrote it Lisa, but it's pronounced Lisa. I'm pretty sure this one is supposed to be Lisa. Because we got a little backstory. Um, we start off the episode with Luke having a bad dream and like remembering his past. And um, we figure out that Whatever happened to him happened three years ago. Um, and then we get we go over to the Campbell's household, and Cicely's mom is not hiding her disappointment with Cicely not being more ladylike and looking for a man to lay down with. So, her, the the maid. And and uh, Arya all conspire against Cicely to put her on a put her in a dress where she ends up going through the town embarrassingly. Um, stumbles across this girl who needs help with her dagger, so she ends up taking her to Luke's place. And she clearly wants Luke to notice her, but it's like won't doesn't want to admit it to herself or put it into words so um luke says the dagger is unrepairable but lisa wants to try anyway and luke had something to do regardless so luke sets off and takes cecily along with him while lisa tries to fix the the blade for the unknown young lady in the midst of the journey with Luke and Cicely we got more about his past and the girl that he dreamt about her name was Lisa they were childhood friends and in a lot of ways Lisa is very like Cicely you know she's just a girl that like loves the town she grew up in and wants to protect it and once wanted to use Luke's katana to do that although Cicely no longer has a need for Lose Katana because she has Arya, though I think she forgets that from time to time. Um, she the show proceeded to show how Luke and Lisa went into a cave that they weren't supposed to go to, but they were having so much fun that they dived deeper and deeper, and um, came across this monster or demon called what 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 was it called, Irby? Van uh, Lisa Van Vanna. It's like um Bobanil, I think. 
Yes, something like that. And Balbanil. Lisa, after the initial shock, she actually like put up a really brave face, wanted to protect Luke, and like charged in to parry the attack. But the sword, the katana, shattered immediately, and she died. And I guess Luke was unable to escape right away. Um, his dad came looking for him eventually, and his dad died. So I don't really know how he got out the cave alive, but he did. Yeah. Um, Sicily tried to, like, calm him down and, you know, just comfort him, console him, or whatever. And we go over to Lisa and the random girl, and as um she's doing her thing with the sword... Random girl goes to strangle her for, like, attempts to strangle her. I'm like, yo, whoa, whoa. What is this plot development? But Lisa then calls out the blade being sad and, like, they go into a story of how, um, they go into a story on how the girl said the blade belonged to a dad who went out and the blade was a mercy blade. If like a, so- a soldier seemed beyond saving, they would use the blade to end it quickly and their suffering. But the dad gave it to the girl promising he'll come back. And when he came back, something, 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 the same monster that killed Lisa killed someone else in the house. The, yeah. the memory was a little foggy to me. But, um, after Lisa's empathetic viewing of the dagger, the girl decided she wasn't going to do nothing. Um, she went back home to some crazy dude who, for his sake, ratted out on uh, Luke and Lisa saying they were the devil. Um, Cicely was training out in the rain, and it turns out, uh, demon swords are about as rare as devil fruits in One Piece because this crazy old bastard has a fucking demon sword. I think some of them are rare, but I think the the one um, might be a little distinction between the ones that are demon swords that transform into humans. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, he shows up. He starts attacking, and we quickly find out that he has a demon sword that manipulates lightning and at the very end of the episode he sends a huge attack towards lisa and there's just an explosion in which um i just have to assume somehow in the midst of all that nonsense sicily showed up aria that's just that's just an assumption i'm making uh, I'm gonna say not not immediately, but I'm gonna say uh, Luke probably went to the house or something, and might have saved Lisa. I might not have saved her. She might be hurt. Who knows? But yeah, I, I thought also worth mentioning too is how how Luke um, he's kind of worried about uh, Lisa because he's just like clueless, clueless in general how to like deal with the women close to him. Mm-hmm. So. He's growing up. Like, he didn't realize that before the last episode, which happened a while ago, according to them, I was like, wow. Some interesting time spacing right here. Um, he's never actually done anything like that for her, and it moved her so much that he, like, wondered if being She's with him was, like, the actually best for her. 
her. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Because I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. Okay. So, uh, you want to do Eden of the East? Sure, sure, sure. Real reality fabricated. So, Saki arrives home. Um, you know, she does stuff, greets her, greets her sister and brother-in-law and all that good jazz. And then we get to find out some more information, um, that the supporters, one of 12 Salisau members, and he's tasked to eliminate those deemed unfit as, um, an, an effective savior. So then my man goes to investigate another member. He ends up driving to like the missile site where I thought he jumped off the bridge. I was like, I was like, oh, my man jumped off. I was like, I didn't know he's bionic. <laughs> Yo, he just fucking, I don't know. That scene was weird. Yeah, I think, I don't know if it was like a mental image, imagery that he like put up. I was like, oh, he thought about, because I was like, yo, he just like jumped off. Mm-hmm. And then he just landed, but he he jumped Um I was like, how did he survive? And they had these little things that like crawl out. He called for them and they crawled. And then they came up to him and they started like biting him and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is weird. It was so weird. Yeah. And, and like, like he huh. welcomed them with like affection and like caring like arms. Pet. Yeah. And then he just like shoot him away with such animosity. I was just like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, and and turns out like he didn't even jump that far. He just like jumped on a little platform that was down there. Yeah, he was just right there. Yeah. And then casually pointed out the movie they were talking about. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is weird, but okay. So then uh, Takizawa he he goes back to the hospital to try to meet with the other man. Um, that he's tracking down. And he calls the man, they say some stuff, and he's like, how do I know you're not the supporter, like, or whatever. He's like, oh, I'll meet you, take this medicine. And he ended up drugging my boy. And then he wakes up in a room with the cell phone, gets like a presentation uh, from Mr. Outside. And some, some uh, he tells us some stuff, uh, there's a support sentinel that's watching and they're to like to lead the country in the right path and they have like a concierge service and pretty much everyone can see what all the others are doing to make their stuff better for the world. He's explaining a whole bunch of other stuff, like how you like pick them up. They were chosen by him because he saw like some, some sort of veterans or a unique skill set or something would make the world better which i'm like why would he choose the police officer though because he seemed like a, a dirty scoundrel mm-hmm. so it didn't make any sense and so i, I don't know me. man and like how it's it's 12 people that are selected um we're we're in the video explaining part right yeah so like basically if from what the thing said, only one person can really survive this out of the 12. Mm-hmm. But one of the 12 is a supporter. 
so a how do you figure how do you like how do you dictate which one of these people are going to be the one to make sure everyone's doing their part and b if you have someone that's going that's sole purpose is to keep everyone in check um what what is that person's goal like is he's all is he also trying to better the world because like if i understand correctly if if the supporter was number 12 then anyone between 1 and 11 succeeding in the ultimate goal would lead to the supporter dying as well yeah um so what i think is like the survival like I don't think the supporters and in, is included in the account. So, and and the way that the reason I say this is because the whole identity is that any one of the twelve could be the supporter still. So, uh, Ooh, what would happen is what if the, yeah, what if the supporter wasn't a number through one through twelve? Yeah, like they just say like oh anyone could be the supporter in the role or whatever. So, like, you still have to keep up doing what you're doing. And then meanwhile, like, maybe one of them becomes a supporter and kills. But I don't. I think it just ends up being one, one or the other. Like, don't have, like, two, actually. Like, it, I don't think it's, it's included in the, um, the count. But we'll see. Yeah. Because why would you have um, someone that, that doesn't make the world better, but just is making sure everyone else does what they're supposed to do? And then kills them because mm-hmm. that could just pretty much be a little concierge thing. Like there's there's like no need for that. So I think it's like a a false falsehood or something they were trying to say in there. Maybe it's just to make them wary of each other. Yeah, so that no one like gets too close to each other. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a red herring, so to say. Hmm. So so then we find. Out the conditions that they have to live under, and their conditions for death. So number one is abandoning, or trying to escape their role and everything. Uh, number two is inactivity with like no results. So they always have to be striving to try to make the world better. Number three, using money for personal gains and needs, which I feel like old policeman should have been dead already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because he had three people killed, so the supporter should have came and took him out already. Which maybe the supporter did. The supporter might have been his wife, and he didn't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Without giving away too much, it seems like the... And I could be wrong about this, but it seems like the supporter was known at some point. Maybe. I don't know. He might have known who the supporter was and then just erased his mind to forget. Because then that also gives you like an advantage of knowing like who's doing what his role is doing. And if he gets near me, he might be trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. So. And the last one is if you get a zero balance uh, in your account. And the first person to save the world is a victor and survives and then everyone else dies. And the guy said noblesse oblige at the end, which 
oddly enough, appeared elsewhere this week as well. So, uh, the doctor, he wanted to change the world, but since he's a brain surgeon, he can only change it one at right. a time. You said what now? I think you're right. Now that you mentioned it, I think I did see that on something else I watched for this. Yeah. No Yeah. It, it came up in uh, Jujutsu. It ju- yeah, it was Jujutsu. Yeah. All so. right, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the doctor won't change the world. He won't do it one at a time. He created a self-sustaining area for, for older people because the older people were getting thrown away, per se. Uh, they weren't being taken care of. And self-sustaining area looks nice. It's like a little utopia. And then they talk some more, and the old man's like, like, oh, I'm so glad I got to meet you before I die. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? He's very, the guy was very ominous. And then the supporter shows up. He's like, oh, so you were the supporter. And he kills the old man, old doctor. Like, yeah, oh, so man. I'm wondering if he he recognized the supporter, as in, like, he recognized that person. was like, oh, shit, it's you. Or he was just like, I don't really know you, but I know damn where you're the supporter. Yeah, one of the two. But my boy, bruh, my boy was just like, ah, man, the supporter's here, and he just drove off. Didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to go up and see. Yeah, I thought but he was going to run up there. It was just like, damn, he just left. <laughs> yeah. He was to have spent all that, spilled all that nonsense about how he's doing great, and then, honestly, he deserves half your money. You just left him to die. Granted, he was probably already dead, but holy shit. Yeah, like he probably was definitely even got up there. So I was like, man, I was like, oh, my man for the go see, could have seen him passing or like saw him like be like, hey, wait, and then didn't see his face, mm-hmm. but did nothing. He just let him go. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, terrible. I was I'm trying to see uh to see what happens next. Hmm. Shoot. Interesting. The show is interesting. Do we want to um, talk about children, jujutsu, and all that? Jazz. Yeah, do do a quick rundown. Um, you do children. I'll try to get through both jujutsus. Mm, that's because you don't remember. So I barely remember both jujutsus, and it was the last thing I did. Yeah, I know. So uh, not much in Trojan. Trojan X, 34.4. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sand- Sandek is fighting the queen. He's barely holding on to the fight. They uh, they brought some more people to fight. And, the, yeah, brought some more troops. And the fight lasted for seven hours. And pretty much they lost a whole bunch of people and sacrifices and they couldn't raise at the end, so pretty much they all, some of them were going to die. Some of them were already dead. And then we find that Chandra, the, that old butler-looking guy from before, he pretty much lost all his powers during the fight for, for some reason. They didn't specify why. Um, and then we find out Batisa Moshi, he's, I think he's Sandek's brother, and he's going to make his move. They call him the Chimera. 
And then we find out that Tokio is quitting the academy. Mm-hmm. So. My boy said he, he's had it. Yeah. All right. So in Jujutsu, and this is me summing up two chapters very quickly. So, Irby, if you if you have any things worth mentioning, by all means. But in the midst of being raided by the military of, I think it was the American military. Yeah. Um, they actually realized that they were trying to harness curse energy as like a source of energy. And the overall conclusion was even if they're trying to pretty much test them and whatnot, they still rather help them because it's not their fault they're in this mess. Yeah. And then somehow, some way, in some shape or form, actually, I'm, I'm skipping the part. Um, uh, Itadori and Megami had a moment where Itadori wasn't like willing to open up to Angel Girl because he, for a moment, he felt like she would repl- end up replacing Kugasaki. No, oh, what's her name? Yeah, Kurosaki. K- Kugasaki. Kuga? Kugi? Yeah. Yep. Nubar- Nubara? Yeah. Yes. I don't know, man. I'm all fucked up right now. But, Megamia was like, ah, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, I'll apologize. I'm like, you better. And then somehow, we ended up, the crew ended up meeting up with Maki again. I was just like, when did Maki join the crew? Yeah. But it's, I think, if I understood correctly, it all boiled down to Maki not having cursed energy. So, she, I think she can just like, go anywhere she wants. Yeah. Um and if I understand correctly, they were debating on how they wanted to get people to exit the culling game, which there was no actual way to do that. And after having a couple of rules denied, the overall consensus was if you pay a hundred credits you could leave by swapping, substituting someone in your place. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Megami's sister was brought in. Right? Yeah. But, at the very end, she wished for people to be able to cross between all borders of the culling game. And it ended with Megami asking, who are you? Yeah. Yes. So, other things worth mentioning is Shit, I think I didn't get everything. <laughs> no, you never do. <laughs> I try. I tried yeah. my best. Yeah. So, uh, there was in the beginning. It was some girl eating some bolts. What I think is actually like the little angel woman, and the guy they were interrogating. He was the one that said "noblesse oblige," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Hmm. So, um. And then we see some some fish some uh, guy using a a man to fish for like cursed spirits. I was like, oh, that's weird and cruel. <laughs> uh, so, and, and then the angel and Megamine had crossed paths before. I think he ended up 
she was like kind of being trafficked or something and he ended up calling police and just like yeah and he got her out out the situation and yeah yuji was afraid the angel would place uh kugasaki and then the merger between the people in the colonies are starting and they want to add a rule where you do 100 points and you can substitute someone out to take your place which they were trying to do a rule where you just pay 100 points to get out but the, the the game person was like oh nope we're not gonna do that which technically the rule they proposed violated a rule too but he was like oh we're not gonna negotiate this so whatever yeah because i think originally kogane said it could be possible to exit if you paid a thousand uh points whatever and then substituted but then i think they like backtracked it was like well that would interfere with rules too because we'd have to kill at least 20 people to get that and you're trying to keep the the participants balanced I guess would be the word yeah because I remember reading a thousand points and then it jumped down to a hundred and that was the only thing I could think of as to why yeah I, I don't know but it was, it was weird because it's like, huh, y'all just making rules for whatever y'all want to do, mm-hmm. but you can't make the rules. So, so yeah, that was that. And um, they allow people to cross the border. So, yeah. I wonder what the purpose was... of that rule is. I mean, like, I get the intent on it. I'm like, now they have, like, access to different areas, but. Do you think this? Do you think that's Megami said? Who are you? Do you think that's not his sister? I think it's probably someone that um, can shapeshift and or assume the identities of other people. Hmm. Because she kind of looked iffy to me when she woke up. Yeah. Or he could have implanted a brain into it. Hmm. Perhaps. Yeah. Norotoshi, I don't know, but yeah, that that could definitely be it. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. We shall see. Excited to see what comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow, Peach Boy Riverside today, episode eleven, the episode right before the season finale. Okay, guys, I really, I know I suck at talking about things, but this episode is really just a setup for the season finale that has already been spoiled in a previous episode. Um, Episode 11, Ideals and Resentment. Um, For some reason, my sick ass wrote Sally wants to learn music. No, it's magic. They meet Winnie. We're continuing off the episode where we are approaching Winnie the Witch. And we meet Winnie. Sally wants to learn magic. Um, We learn that Hawthorne is the son of the man that used to protect Winnie. And Winnie's hoping that Hawthorne will protect Sally. Um, Fra and Winnie used to be companions way back they're friends and 
um, Carrot is still coming to like terms with accepting her new crew, I guess. She's still trying to find her place. Which I'm going to say last episode was probably the actual last episode of the season. It seems like the more recent one because Sally had was aware of her powers, was aware that her powers w- wasn't activating against Sumeragi. Hawthorne just got that sword and things like that. So I think, I think if you watch the episodes in order, episode ten was actually should have been the last episode of the season. Maybe I could be wrong about that. Might be. So, in the midst of Sally's training, where she she kind of just got nowhere, Hawthorne was. Hawthorne is uh, putting up a little effort to block her attacks and said he wouldn't strike her, but in the midst of like just being lost in thought, he remembered the footage that Winnie showed him of her taking down the walrus ogre. And subconsciously, he almost attacked her, but upon seeing her face, he came back to her senses and like just knocked her feet from under her and she fell. Um, in the midst of that, the leader of the lizard folks and the elves came and asked Winnie to drop the barrier that's concealing the tree ogre because uh city's just been wiped out, things are happening, and they can't afford to leave that thing linger any longer. Conveniently enough, uh, when, well, Winnie's condition was they come with them, and conveniently enough, the... Nun ogre, she's not really the hair ogre. She's the hair ogre that hides as a nun. Yeah, and honestly, it looks like she has her horn broken, but whatever. It's like half broken or something. Yeah, um, the hair ogre just finished waking up the high tree ogre, and she pops out of the forest, and everyone's surprised, and they're ready to. She's ready to kill everyone. She notices Mackie. They call Mackie Carrot. It's like, oh, so you betrayed us and now we're in humans. And Sally joins in. It's like, ah, it's not really like she betrayed you guys. More like she lost her ogre powers and I'm dragging her with me around with me. So she goes into this rant talking about how she will end Mackie's misery and kill her herself. Uh, tree Tree Ogre wakes up and everyone devises this plan. Well, Hawthorne devises a plan where they're going to use Sally as bait because Hair Ogre is infatuated with her. And the elves and the lizard are going to stall the tree as long as they can for Winnie to have enough time to do her fire spell. I and, want you to. Um, Sally was impressed with the people getting along. And Carrot made a comment saying, "It must be, you must be happy, happy watching people get along just to take down an ogre." And I guess that sparked something in Sally. Cause she's like, "No, we're all gonna end this peacefully." But we all know that Sally's about to go berserk next episode. Yeah. yeah. So she was learning her magics. So they were 
Yeah, good stuff. Hopefully, um, hopefully it will uh speed on up. But yeah, the part about <laughs> Sally said, "My money was more important, me or money." Hawthorne, so, money. Yeah. So, so yeah, I thought it was cool that uh, she was charging her a whole bunch of money in order to learn magic, and she's like, "Oh, I, I have to trust trust whoever I'm teaching magic to, and and I have to obey and abide by my rules." So she's like, "You just pay me later, since her and Frau were friends." So all mm-hmm. sorts of good stuff happened. She gave Frau another mallet. A different looking yeah. palette. So, and they call Sally a devil. So, yeah, poor yeah. Sally. Interesting stuff. So, but yeah, I sent you the little thing I saw online where they said the episodes you should watch them in the order. Okay, so episodes you should watch the anime of Peach Boy Riverside in. Yeah, From so 1 through like... 12, you watch them in this order. 2, 3, 9, 1, 7, 8, 4, 10, 12, 11, 5, and 6. We saw the last episode five episodes ago. Yeah. Which one was that one? Hold on, hold on. I think that was the, 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 the final choice. Mm, oh. Nah, that just happened. Uh, Carrot and Melia. Um. Don't don't play the sound. Don't play the sound. Don't play the sound. Hold on. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Uh, six episode six. Carrot and Melia. That's kind of. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. The vampire. Okay. Right. This is right after the vampire. She also knew about her powers then. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, so this is just Carrot and Melia accepting their new lives, I guess? Yeah, I don't know. It's This is something I saw someone said they should watch it on this thing, um, the order, but it's crazy. Yeah. Because they said this is how it went in the manga, but. They didn't do all the perspectives and, yeah, craziness. But we're on to the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Season one, episode four. The princess and the lost child announced their decision. So it starts off by the two men from the first episode. They're, They're being chased through the forest. And I think it's by a dragon or, or some other creatures. It could be both. Or yeah, I think it it's the be. other creatures and then they just showed the dragon. Yeah, because other creatures are fleeing the dragon anyway. Mm-hmm. So Honest wakes up from her nap and Elia tells her she looks like a, a strange dog. But then she's like, oh, psh. That's a disservice to the dog because at least the dog would groom itself. <laughs> Yo, she was going in. <laughs> yeah, she fried her. I was like, ooh, okay. That was good. That's a good one. And so Yuffie, she might be getting a cold. And Yuffie's having her internal monologue. She's like, what am I doing? Like, what, what, what's going on? And she, had, she, she needs some sort of direction because she, she feels 
empty. She sees how free Honest is, and she just doesn't know what to do. She's She's been given orders her, her whole life, so she needs something to... She's feeling like she doesn't have a purpose. Yeah. Yep, that too. And she asks Anya's to give her an order. Anya's like, oh, we can just figure this out together, what you want to do. And we find out Al is under house arrest. And the minister of the arcane comes to see him. Like, what is he talking to him about? Anya's uh, has training. Yuffie sees her and... um. She she follows her and she follows a maid because she has nothing else to do and she just doesn't want to stare at Anya honest while she's training. I and have I have a theory. What's your theory? And I don't remember, but is the Baron's daughter hair red? No, it's I think it's black. I was about to say, like, what if the minister guy just snuck into Owl's room? Is like her father. Like, what if that's his bastard child or whatnot, and he's trying to use her to get into? I don't know. I have no idea. No, I mean, she's possible. a Baron's daughter. I, I, I could be wrong about that. It's possible. I, I was trying to find a connection. Yeah. Who knows? So, yeah, Ilya discovers that Yuffie finds it difficult to voluntarily do things outside of like her given role. Like she. She doesn't have autonomy to do things. So, Ilya then uh, tells her a story of how she's once like herself and her parents want her to marry rich and do all the other stuff. But then Honest broke out of her mold. And I thought it was weird because the lady did a weird face and she says. <laughs> now that they can she, get what's coming to them. Yeah. So, like, whoa. Yeah. Hope, hope her parents get what they deserve. I was like, oh, does she want death? Like, yeah, and it was funny because Yuffie was like, you've developed an interesting personality. And she's like, thank you. It's like, it wasn't a compliment. <laughs> yeah, so. Then we get that Honest is summoned by the guild. And we found out that she's a gold-level adventurer. And there's a stampede coming. And we found out the cause of the stampede is... Animals fighting over territory or a powerful monster that displaces them all and they fear and they run from the monster. I was like, ooh. So this is the something powerful out there that's gonna be killing us up some stuff. And we get the defense meeting. There's a dragon, and that's what's they're gonna hunt the dragon to stop the stampede, and they they're coming up ways to stop the stampede from reaching the town. And find out that actually killing any animal in the stampede would just bring ire of the dragon upon them. So they can't stop the stampede in that particular sense. Yeah, so, they, didn't, they didn't have many options. Yeah. So they're like, how do we stop the dragon and do whatever to the dragon? And then my man Algard shows up. He's like, I heard of the dragon, which I think that's what the arcane told him that there was a dragon showing up. Mm-hmm. So, and he wants to participate, and Algard is ready to risk his life, and he's like, I don't want to go down the path uh, predetermined by the by the king. 
and he says the kingdom doesn't need a king like that. So, which I'm like, it's true. If he doesn't want to be in this role, he's not going to do the best job he can. And we also we also find that Algard has like a like a deep darkness within him that the king sees. He heard the murmurs of uh, if only she had magic, and if only she was a man. This and the other. So he, I think he was feeling in fear the whole time mm-hmm. before before he even became the object of the kingdom. So I guess he doesn't want to do that. Like she, she probably would be a better fit, but she she, she doesn't have the prerequisites to do that. Well, the king mentioned that like he knew that Honest did that for him. But it seemed to have the opposite effect. Yeah, like she acted a fool. She did all sorts of crazy things. She didn't want to be queen, so she tried to show that she didn't have what it takes to be queen. And Algard had nothing that actually made him stand out or shine. So, like, he wasn't smart enough to come up with, like, magicology or anything. And then a man barges in and reports that Honest and you are going to go fight the dragon. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go see the fight. Which um, big bro, little bro wasn't too happy about because it interferes with his plan if she kills it. Yeah, which I'm not too sure what he can do. Cause I'm not, I don't think he has that type of magical firepower that's that great to stop a dragon but i think she can stop a dragon no yeah problem. i'm pretty sure she can stop a dragon i don't know what he plans to do but i'm hoping that a shady guy gave him some means on how to deal with that dragon maybe he is going to get killed himself i don't know oh fake his death and like just run away yeah peace out something i'm sick of this life i'm sick of everything goodbye cruel world yeah so, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that will happen. Maybe it won't. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. But yeah, so. Yeah, I'm excited to see the dragon fight. Uh, hopefully they don't drag out the fight too long. I'll be okay with it spanning like two episodes. But if it goes to three episodes, uh, I'm going to give it a One Piece treatment. Damn. Yep. I hate to have to do it, but you know, I got to call it like I see him. It is what it is, brother. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Excited to see what's going for it, though. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) anything else you want to discuss, Urbay? Uh, let's see. I finished up Shinobi, uh, no, uh, no Itoki. Oh, did you? That's on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so since it's on your list, I won't um, spoil too much. But yeah, it was a, it was a good read. I thought Boris a little weak towards the end, but then you know. Oh, you read it? You didn't watch it? No, I watched it. Oh, okay. It was just all right. Um, yeah, it's it's the one, it's the one with the guy dodges the bus right in the beginning of the show or some shit. I think he does. Um, yeah, I think I know what yeah, you're talking about. He jumps through, and then that girl's looking at him. It's like, you have what it takes. Yeah. I was like, okay. 
So finished it up. I I enjoyed it. Um, there's only one season though. Yeah, so. it just came out. Well, I think that's that's just gonna be the end of it. Oh. Yeah. Cause I was like, huh, that sure is a way to end it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I, with everyone biting off, which I don't think I've seen anyone bite off a ninja idea, but with everyone biting off the same formula, I think there's only so there's only so much distance they can go with some of these shows. Yeah. Yeah, and there was um, and I would also. Well, I finished the first season. I think, and then it just started coming out of season two, and it's it's called "By the Grace of the Gods," and that that's the one I was telling you about, where where he's a little slime guy, and he does experiments with slimes and controls them. By the grace and, of the gods, I think I added that to my watch list. Yeah, yeah, it has uh, twelve episodes, and. He uh, he's like a, I want to say he's like a thirty year old man that gets reincarnated. Of course. Yeah, and he gets reincarnated into a body of an eight year old. I I just I wonder what's so like appealing about that that kind of start to an anime. It's kind of like that question where they're like, oh, would you rather jump ahead ten years and have ten million dollars, or jump jump behind, jump to age ten, and then know everything you know now which it's kind of like a, a fresh do-over because people have re- regrets and things that they wish would happen differently or mm-hmm. things they wish they could control differently or how they reacted or like stop the knowledge which is basically like a human emotion that's why a whole lot of people if they get into like, to like an argument or or a tiff or something they always come back like man why did i think about this later or or, or sooner i could have said this comeback or this that and the other which mm-hmm. everyone does that so it's, it's kind of appealing to humans emotions and the intricacies but yeah I, I did find it weird though that i mean so so the way like his love interest is like an, another like 11 year old girl which i'm like if if you just took out the part where he wasn't reincarnated and like they never showed you any of that, you probably would be like, "Oh, okay, it's a little cute little love interest." But me knowing that he's like a thirty year old man <laughs> and an eleven year old's body, I'm kind of like, "That's kind of weird." But like, like okay. you really shouldn't be into this. Yeah, like I think one of the next ideas should be like having a <laughs> having like a like a like an eighteen year old kid that like. 40 year old moms or something <laughs> like that could be a, a pickup for for somebody to do and like yeah i've always been in, into older women but technically they'd be around the same age if they was both 40 and he was in his world and she was also in his world but you just have to convince her <laughs> yeah so i'm actually which 40 I, yeah which i just i just you know it's just it's just weird because like i could get over it with it wasn't the fact that um if he just was like eight, 11 year old just running around doing stuff. But the fact that I'm like, oh, he's a 30 year old man in an 11 year old's body. But but granted, he kind of like, I don't think he kind of sees her as, uh, as like that interest, but she kind of like likes him <laughs> per se. Oh man, and if you watch kinda... Jobless Reincarnate, like the pervy scenes in that one are 
That's also on my list. No, oh, it's actually really good. Yeah. Or just one that um it's like a thirty old somebody went out chilling or whatever. Or something. I can't remember it. But I was like, yeah, oh that I'm gonna have to check that one out too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a whole bunch out there. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of new stuff just being released. A lot yeah, of it looks why, like it's based on the same stuff though. That's why you gotta just find the wrinkles in them and just yeah. do what you want to do. Which I'm in, I'm enjoying by the grace of the gods. He does some stuff. He's not terribly OP, but he's strong enough. But like it's not really based on too much fighting per se. I do like the fact that he like problem solves and, and does stuff. Gotcha. And experiments with slimes and yeah. So Oh yeah. I'm I, I enjoy it. Mm. Season two, episode two. So All right. Yeah. Um anything else, Herb? Eat your vegetables. Yes. Go big grow big and strong. No, it's not that's a common misconception. You don't need um you know, eat your vegetables. You just need them more to for the iron in your blood or whatever. You eating more broccoli, drinking more milk, it's not gonna make you grow tall. That's just your genetics. Apparently, broccoli messes up the lines of your stomach, the linings. Yeah. I mean, depends on who you who you get because uh, there's certain phenotypes of people that can't eat certain stuff, mm. like um. Yeah, like lactose and toddler ants, people. That that's like hereditary and your lineage, and there's people because there's actually like this kit you can get for like DNA testing for your like your stomach stuff that like foods that agree with you because there's certain foods that people eat that they shouldn't they actually blow up their body and make them feel icky. So it all depends on like your heritage and where you're where you're from and like what foods that your ancestors ate that actually like determine how your body reacts to certain stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like like uh, if we both ate green beans and you gain 10 pounds, but I, but I can eat green beans and I can lose 15 pounds type of deal, which is which is cool, cool science. Little tidbit for you. You lost me. Yeah, well, depending on how a person's body reacts, like if we both eat green beans, same amount of green beans, it can make you gain 10 pounds and then I can end up losing 15. That is depends. absurd. It's a, it's just an example. Like it's probably not that much, but like you probably gain like maybe three or four pounds and like uh, I can lose like two. How dare something that's supposed to be healthy for me possibly do that to me? Yeah, but you can probably, but you can also probably eat, let's say you eat like 200 pounds rice. Let's say yeah, you eat a pound of spinach and you lose four, and then I can gain three pounds for just eating spinach alone. So it's 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 just an example. Well, there you go, guys. We learned something today. Will I retain it? I don't know. You won't. I probably won't. You don't even remember your name half the time. It's... Shut up. <laughs> uh... Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. That's gonna do it for this one. If you enjoyed, like, comment, subscribe. And we'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace.